This is Talk About a Thing. And now your host, Perala Hummer. Welcome back to Talk About a Thing, where I dive into the stories and topics that I find interesting. Today's episode takes us on an intriguing journey to the East as we explore how IKEA, the iconic Swedish furniture giant, navigated the complexities of the Chinese market. It's a story of cultural finesse, marketing savvy, and the art of adaptation. In the late 1990s, IKEA embarked on a bold venture into China, a land brimming with cultural richness and a burgeoning economy. China, with its 1.3 billion inhabitants, offered a canvas vast and varied. But this wasn't just about opening new stores. It was about weaving IKEA's global brand into the intricate tapestry of Chinese culture. IKEA Shanghai, at first glance, mirrors its global counterparts with its familiar blue and yellow facade. But a closer look reveals a masterful blend of Swedish minimalism with nuances that resonate with Chinese lifestyles. From incorporating chopsticks and mosquito nets in their product displays to adapting their store layouts for urban shoppers reliant on public transportation. IKEA's attention to local preferences was evident. Distribution was another domain where IKEA Shanghai set itself apart. Breaking away from its typical suburban locations, IKEA chose Shanghai's bustling Shujiahui district, making it accessible to the city dwellers who heavily relied on public transport. This location, along with extended store hours, aligned with the shopping habits of the urban Chinese consumer. IKEA's promotional strategies in China were a testament to their understanding of the local culture. Advertisements were carefully timed with local festivities, particularly the Chinese New Year, resonating with the celebratory mood. IKEA understood that speaking the local language, both literally and metaphorically, was key to connecting with their audience. Their unique umbrella pricing strategy, cheaper on rainy days, exemplified a nuanced understanding of the Chinese market, blending practicality with a sense of goodwill. Such initiatives helped IKEA build a positive, long-term image among Chinese consumers. Public relations efforts in China were focused on sustainability and social responsibility. Collaborations with environmental organizations and donations to UNICEF during special sales periods mirrored the Chinese values of community and reciprocity. Navigating customer service expectations, IKEA maintained its self-service model while accommodating the Chinese preference for accessible assistance. This balance between independence and support reflected a deeper cultural understanding. IKEA's product strategy in China was a fine dance between global standardization and local customization. Celebratory product lines for the Chinese New Year were examples of IKEA's flexibility in adapting to local traditions while maintaining its brand essence. IKEA's journey in China is more than a tale of business success. It's a narrative of cultural immersion, adaptability, and astute marketing strategies. This story illustrates how a global brand can successfully integrate into a market as nuanced as China by respecting and embracing local culture. As we conclude this episode of Talk About a Thing, 
IKEA's story in China stands as a powerful example of the importance of cultural understanding in global business. It's a reminder of how respecting and adapting to local nuances can pave the way for success in new markets. Thank you for joining me on this fascinating exploration. And remember, always talk about the things that matter to you. Until next time, keep exploring, stay curious, and let's keep the conversation going. You've been listening to Talk About a Thing. We hope you've enjoyed the show. If you did, make sure to like, rate, and review. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit us up on all the social media networks at Parallel Hummer. See you next time on Talk About a Thing.